0: I could tell Corey to do his job and just <laughs> assign someone to go next. Ah! I thought Dennis,
1: no one else stepped up besides Dennis. Damn.
0: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I will I never keep, ever be I that kid.
1: You've gone, Dennis says I'll go. I said I don't want to go at all. And <laughs> Adam sat there silently like a smug boy. So <laughs> is like well, that's the order. Hey, Stop. it, it
2: worked itself out. <laughs>
1: Everybody, welcome to the Movie Toast podcast. We're here again coming at you with some fresh new reviews. <laughs> Trying to give us a team name. Thinking, let's just go with like Incredibles characters. No. I'm here with my co-hosts, Jack Jack. I guess that'd be Dennis. How you doing, Dennis?
3: Oh, I will t- accept ultimate power. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm doing great, guys. I'm happy to be hanging out with you
1: again. Most excellent. There we go. I'm here with my Edna Mode Tommy
0: hello everybody how you doing
1: i'm good Um frozone would probably be adam here oh yeah
2: where's my super suit yep oh, that's, <laughs> that's
1: the perfect line
2: are you a syndrome who, who are I, you are you mr fan you think uh, so
1: because of all the negative reviews i'd be a bad guy <laughs> but i'll just go with bob i guess oh, there you go. oh nice <laughs> Married nice. to Holly Hunter, lucky guy. <laughs> could have gone with
0: a lot of different characters. Yeah.
1: What a movie. Probably could have been Screenslaver, too.
0: Anyway, Tommy, what'd you see? Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you are going to get a second opinion of a movie that's been reviewed already. Second wow. opinions. <laughs> Sloppy Seconds. Uh, I'm talking about the comedy romance movie on Netflix, starring David Spade, and it's called The Wrong Missy. I took Adam's advice and I went and watched it. Rather than tell you guys what the movie's about, I'm just going to send you over to our other episode and go check it out because Adam had a spot on synopsis of what the movie's about. I mean, I can give you a very quick... Yeah, give a quick one, Very, very quick. Basically, David Spade's character, Tim, he thinks he's inviting the woman of his dreams, his perfect match, his soulmate, Mm -hmm. to a work retreat in Hawaii. But he ends up texting, the wrong Missy!
2: That is a spot-on review. That is so (laughs) much better than mine, man. It took me 10 minutes to say what you said in 30 seconds. My hat's Um, off to you, sir.
0: So he had two missies in his phone. And one Missy, the one that he thought he was texting, was his soulmate, and the one he ended up texting was in the beginning of the movie. And she is hilarious, but in a way that it makes you hate everything about her. Right? Is that, she's, is that yeah, enough, she's fair to say?
2: Super inappropriate, but she's super pretty
0: spirited and fun. Yeah, she plays a she plays a joke on David Spade when they first meet. It's a blind date, mm-hmm. and she texts him and says, "Hey, I'm I'm over at the bar. I'm wearing a blue dress or whatever." So he goes up to the lady in the blue dress and she's there with her boyfriend because it's not Missy. Missy was playing a prank on him. And it's like, oh, right off the bat, that's just a dick move right there. That's a red flag. I would have been like, all right, I'm out of here. See ya. <laughs> but,
2: but to make matters worse, Tommy, she then tries to get David Spade to fight the guy. And David Spade
3: wants yeah. to Oh, my hard.
0: God. And this dude is like <laughs> this guy, I think they even reference it. He looks like Jason Momoa, but he's not. But yep. they, didn't they reference that in the Yeah, and later on it's Aquaman?
2: like Aquaman's getting angry out there.
0: Yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> what I did not want to happen. I saw it coming and I did not want this to happen. And it happened, and I'm so angry. And then it ended, and I was like, Oh, you know what? Okay. I'm not too I'm not too mad. Uh, I saw. I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna fall for each other. They're gonna end up together, and we're gonna the end of the second act, beginning of the third act is gonna be her getting upset at him after he's already fallen for her, and then he's gonna have to try to win her back." Which yeah, he classic rom com. Classic rom com. That's pretty much the movie. And what you know, do you think of it? I really enjoyed it. Nick Swartzen is showing his age. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. He's still really funny, and his character is brilliantly written. He's... uh is he his boss or is he just another He's coworker? like
2: a hr guy
0: okay he's best friend right. essentially oh yeah hr and it's so funny if david spade receives a text nick swardson knows about it already <laughs> it's like he's like dude you shouldn't have your password is the same thing that you have on your work computer or you shouldn't accept emails on your work computer man because I'm, I'm hr and i, I have the, that access to everything so and mm-hmm. then, <laughs> like there's one thing uh she i guess she texts when he texted the wrong Missy before he found out it was the wrong Missy, he's like, "Hey, I got this work thing in Hawaii. You want to go?" And she replied back, "Yes." And Nick Swartz immediately texted David Spade and went, "Yes!" And he jumps up in the office. He's like, "Yes!" So that that right there is just—it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, what the, how they did that character. The lady that played the wrong Missy, Lauren Lapkus. She has that face of like, good lord, like (laughs) this is funny. Like I, I I just everything about her. She played the part perfectly. Mm
1: -hmm. You got any tidbits for this one, or? Uh,
0: I no. Anything that we said about when Adam reviewed it was the good ones. There's, I think there's only one other tidbit and it's a stinker so i'm not going to tell you stinker <laughs> stinker, and you're not going to hear it toasters no so man. deal so with if it you want to if you want to read it go up on imdb and find it yeah it's you not tommy's to, job anymore you get to guess which one is the one tommy liked <laughs> wait wait what was that adam you're calling me out on my job fine i'm gonna tell him just yeah because.
2: tell him that stinker So
0: vanilla ice and david spade also oh by the way vanilla ice is, uh makes a cameo in in the movie uh, Vanilla Ice and David Spade ice, also ice co-starred Spade. in Corey's favorite Netflix special of all time, The Ridiculous Six. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I finished that movie. I don't think I got to the end of it. But th- this was a Happy Madison, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Now, um, what, what,
1: what was your color light? Like? Yeah. Oh,
0: green by far. Go watch it. Thanks for saving
1: people time out of their precious lives, wasting time going to IMDb
0: to find a stinker. Someone would do it. Yo, so thank you for you're thanking me for doing my job. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, who's up next?
3: I have the Nick Cassavetes written and directed film Alpha Dog, starring Justin Timberlake, Anton Yelchin, and Ooh. I, I got to say, I love to hate him villain Emil Hirsch all starring in this movie together. And uh-huh. this is a true crime movie, uh, kind of a biopic. It's a little bit of a time capsule. It was released in 2006. And one of the cool things is that the case was actually still open when the movie came out. Whoa. Or when they were in production of the movie. Huh. And they had to like adjust what they told you at the closing credits according to how things were playing out. But there's a story of a Southern California drug dealer. He's this guy who is like the son of another already infamous crime guy born into a crime family more or less but he he kind of had everything handed to him some guy owed him money but a guy who owed him money he got to try to be the one to go get the money back it was this whole fucked up deal (laughs) well he got bitter at the guy who owed him a favor the guy who owed him a favor was not going to take a shit So they kind of were barking back and forth at each other. The movie tells the story of this really interesting opportunity this dickhead takes where he kidnaps the brother of the guy who owes him money in order to try to leverage the money out of him. Well, he kidnapped the brother of the craziest motherfucker in Southern California. Like, oh my God. I I cannot possibly give enough props to Ben Foster. I can't call him the hero of the movie. Because he's not exactly a good person. You probably (laughs) end up siding with his wishes. You do learn a lot of information about his background. He's been to prison. He's gone away for drug charges. It's clear he's coming clean. He's getting off of meth and Uh. he has apparent Aryan brotherhood ties. And he's of Jewish descent. So this is literally the background of this guy. This isn't the main plot of what ends up happening to this particular character. Can Um, I ask
0: a question real quick? So Anton Yelchin is playing Ben Foster's younger brother. He's the one that gets kidnapped. Okay, all right, continue, go ahead.
3: Okay, so Emil Hirsch is rolling with his boys one of his boys being Justin Timberlake, and he sees Anton Yelchin literally walking down the sidewalk and he decides, let's jump him and take him in our fucking cargo van. And in front of many other witnesses, which testified in court, they jumped him, they kicked him, they beat him to the ground, then just picked him up and threw him in the side of a van. And I, I totally, I thought this would be worth mentioning. Uh, the first time I watched this movie, I was just finding out they filmed a lot of this movie in the same place where I ju- had just moved to, uh, kind of the Northridge area in the San Valley, and then it, a lot of it takes place in like Pomona and just that part of the Desert Valley. ish I can't wait to watch that. Now. That edge of stuff. Oh,
0: so they're, they're it hitting the totally? locations. I haven't seen it. That's great.
3: Oh, oh, dude, it's amazing. I, oh.
0: How did you watch I, I, it? Was it on Prime?
3: So uh, right now, Alpha Dog is available on Netflix. Oh, I have sweet. watched it. It is in uh, Val's personal DVD collection. It is honestly one of her favorite movies that she showed me when we first met in film school. Nice. So that was something we got to bond over. Of just like, he, and it is just excellent filmmaking. Um, I will point out for those that are kind of sensitive to certain language, it is kind of a time capsule in how they talk to each other. It's the early two thousands. There's a particular f word that I'm not a fan of that gets used Friendship? a whole lot. There is a lot of friendship. There's a lot of friendship to be tossed around,
0: but I'm out. I'm not watching it's it anymore.
3: The unfortunate cadence of speech of just this is how they spoke. So, mm. if that's going to bother you, that, but, that And you said this was based away,
0: on but, the a true story, right? This is based on a true story. So, uh, ma- Jesse
3: James Hollywood is the real name of Emil Hirsch's character, okay. and he went to prison not long after the film was released in real life because there was a lot of evidence that was still floating around. Spoilers. Spoiler. He is found in South America. It is many years. From the completion of the story of the film to that point in real life, a lot of time passes. There's a genuinely interesting amount of information you can just look up on your own outside of what the film tells you. But the story that. of the film is just crazy. Yeah. It is just the whole movie is just one of the stories that you you read in a in a blog or a Reddit post that you kinda half think is uh eh, okay. So they've embellished some details. The worst parts of this movie are the true parts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Does Bruce Willis play Emile Hirsch's dad?
3: yes we see a um, lot of
0: a lot of him or no uh,
3: no we don't see a whole lot um, in fact oh, Dean
0: oh is
3: in the movie playing emile hirsch's grandfather they've got some <laughs> great scenes they they aren't in a whole lot of the movie same with sharon stone but the scenes they're in are powerful and that goes with the rest of the cast amanda seyfried is in the movie for only a few scenes but even then the little bit she's in it she displays like she is really fucking good at what she does <laughs> it's
0: um, so sharon your- stone plays anton yelchin's mom
3: Yes. And actually a kind of a fun thing is you do see her in two different periods of time before and after the story was known. So it's, it's, it's heavy. I now I, 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 along with the, the, uh, other, the other warning, I will say the movie gets, it gets heavy. So be, be ready for a not happy ending.
0: Wait, does it jump back and forth between timelines? Not much. There's a little bit at the
3: beginning and then most of it's at the end. Got it, it. All it, right, it, cool. The movie wants to get through telling the story. It's a very interesting biopic based on a true story. That I the unfortunate forgot. parts of the story are all true, and I have to give it a solid green light. Well, I cannot it? recommend it enough to people who are into that type of storytelling.
1: Just- it's like uh, what Scorsese would call cinema when he's bashing Marvel movies. There you go. Uh, yes, yeah. this like is actually
3: movie. a movie. You know, like <laughs> Nick
0: Cassavetes knocks it out of the
3: park. Cool. Green light, nice Tidbits? Yeah, yeah
0: Tommy. Dennis, what about you them a, tids? You had one or two, right? That you wanted to, because of what you were mentioning earlier. They, about ben that, Foster? Yes, I, I. Thank you.
3: I, I, I got to say, there's a couple solid ones. Just um, as far as uh, Ben Foster's commitment to the role, this yeah. motherfucker. First of all, just the the scenes he has in the movie are intense. You can just seeing how physical he gets with his other castmates. He has people literally throw him around the set hmm. while he liter- he continues to put up a fight. Um,
0: he, it sounds like he did a, like a Leo kind of thing with the, with the bleeding thing on set with Sharon Stone, yeah. right?
3: She, uh, she, yes, th- th- there you go. Um, there is a scene where Sharon Stone attacks Ben Foster's character and he just takes every hit. In the context of the scene, you know, he's feeling guilty. And he uh, just takes every swing she has to offer at him. And he stands rigid and just every blow hits him. There's no way those shots couldn't have hurt him. But apparently, he his nose was broken and he was bleeding on set. And
4: because although of the, it was an accident,
3: he wanted yeah. it to happen. Uh, ben Foster was all about that shit. He that told was,
0: him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, you know that's that's hardcore when you're like, no, 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 no hit me harder because it needs to be realistic. Please make my nose bleed. And then Mm. she did it. And everyone on set is probably like, oh my God.
3: (laughs) Oh God, yeah, I can't imagine that. The other Ben Foster one that I thought was worth mentioning was because of the nature of his character and what's kind of loosely mentioned in his history, the fact that he's a meth addict Apparently, Ben Foster spent a significant amount of time taking glaucoma drops to dilate his eyes. And then it, a lot of the movie takes place at night. So apparently, he spent a good amount of time like hiding in the bushes, hiding in the shadows, and <laughs> then staying out of the set lights and covering oh, his eyes yeah, to that keep his incredible. eyes as dilated as possible. So when he yeah. walked onto set, he just looked wigged at his fucking mind. And I got to say, it plays. Like, he's a scary motherfucker in this Jeez. movie. But it's, it's it's not Leatherface scary. It's like, I believe this was a human. <laughs> like, this, this person
1: walked the earth. Cool. Excellent. Well, Adam, what did you see this week? Anything lighter? I mean, I like to think it's lighter than Alpha Dog, but what do I know? You guys remember <laughs> the
2: classic Coen Brothers movie, The Big Lebowski.
3: Oh, oh, yes, yeah.
0: sir. Oh, yeah, what a yeah,
2: movie. Sir. I, I didn't watch that this week, but I oh, did. Oh, no. you son of a bitch.
0: You son <laughs> of a bitch. I did
2: watch a slight spinoff. It's not officially a spinoff. <gasps> uh, it's a movie I called know what you're talking about. The Jesus Rolls. Oh,
0: you oh, son of a bitch. I yes. wanted to watch that. John oh, Totoro is back
2: as Jesus.
0: Oh, and it,
2: it, It's a movie with a star-studded cast. So you got Bobby Cannavale, Susan Sarandon, Pete Davidson, John Hamm, JB smooth christopher walken and so many other people this movie movie is written and directed by john Totoro himself and jesus like it 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 should be a powerhouse but i'm sorry i'm gonna drop some truth bombs here oh no is much a letdown it's just so jesus gets out of jail and then him and bobby cannavale steal a car go do some random stuff return the car then pick up a girl, then get another car. They do some random stuff. The movie just drags. They then drop that girl off. They uh, sell another god. car. They uh want to have sex, so they go to a women's prison. They pick up Susan Sarandon. They have like a three-way. Nothing happens in this movie.
3: It's Oh my god.
2: Slow. It's just random shit's happening and it's like why is this happening to me? Like this guy was a great character in one movie. And in this Damn. movie, it's, like, it's not even a comedy. So many times I'm like, I feel like this should be funny, but it's not.
1: Oh, how's how's right. Pete Davidson right. in this? Yeah. Pete Davidson
2: is yeah, – nobody – that's the thing. Nobody's really bringing their all – the two Davidson. guys that really kill it, and all these big names are kind of just cameos for the most part. John Hamm is very hilarious in it, and it opens with Christopher Walken. I was it's gonna the say opening it's of kinda, the movie yeah. – with oh. Christopher Walken and Jesus, <clears throat> hilarious. I'm like, I'm in for a great movie right now. Here's the thing: it's kind of a remake of a French movie, and I don't know what the French movie oh. is.
4: Oh, he
2: kind of adapted it and just put his character into it. So, uh,
1: well, <clears throat> that makes explains why it's horrible. Because yeah,
2: I I'm, I like French, French movies, but. Honestly, this is definitely a red light in my opinion. I wouldn't but waste it, my time.
1: Does it feel like a French
3: movie with like yeah, Barney literally. Rubble jammed into it? Like
2: Kind of, yeah. Because <laughs> they got like weird music that you would hear in a French movie. There's weird cuts. Uh, uh,
3: it's just so odd, so weird. I gotta ask I want it so okay, much more. I'm really curious. Does any part of it feel like it was ever a Coen Brothers movie when you're watching it? Not
2: at all. Not at all. Nothing. Okay, I got another question, too. It's similar
0: to that. Does Jeff Bridges make a small (laughs) little tiny cameo at all?
2: No Jeff Bridges, no John Goodman, no no, nothing at all. We just know the only thing that connects this to the Big Lebowski besides the name of the character, he does a little bowling. That's it.
1: That's
3: all. That's it? Yep. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Well, Blow okay.
1: Down. Wow. Sorry guys. It. I know we looking going to it. I'm I was so going to well, watch Adam, it too.
3: Thank you, Adam. I I genuinely appreciate that review.
4: Yeah, but, and I hope yeah.
3: you movie toasters appreciate what Adam did for you <laughs> cuz you were looking forward to it as
1: well.
2: But I will say, Tommy, you should check it out and maybe you might I'm love going it to. and I would love to hear your take on it, man.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm going to it wasn't red out. light. It's it, a red Adam, light,
2: <laughs> but everyone has different opinions. That's it's a red light,
1: but go
0: watch it. It's a red <laughs> <light> if, if, <laughs> well, if you, you don't like it. It's bad. Okay. Tom yeah, Tommy I was going
2: really to say. Well, movie.
0: I was going to say, but normally interesting. it's interesting because Adam and I normally feel the same way about movies. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting because if I do like it, this would be one Damn. of the, one of those movies that we don't see eye to eye on. And I think
2: out of the fifty-one episodes that we've done in this show, I think this is the first red light I've given. I could be wrong. Oh, damn. I oh, normally heard. I normally try to fight. I say, "Eh, I, I don't care about it, but it's a yellow, you should see it. This one, don't do it. Don't
0: do it." Wow. I've I've heard I've heard at least one other red light, but okay. I don't remember the movie.
1: Fair enough. I give red lights out like they're candy. <laughs> yeah, you do. On Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking strawberry skittles, man. You should probably <laughs> every red light I've ever given cuz I'm the resident curmudgeon. I'm not even really myself in this show. I'm a character of a guy named <laughs> Cory Ryan. Who's a secret <laughs> incel and who hates all media? and has a far right perspective, just like you know. I didn't know if you knew any of that was going on. Um, I just he climbs out of the garbage can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Every uh, so- every movie I don't like, you
0: should probably go see. But um, we got go the ahead. review. Sorry. We got the we got the red light, green light. Now it's time for pineapple. We got, we got some tidbit. The pineapple. <laughs> 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 okay, so. Uh, these these tidbits kind of go hand in hand with each other and I think they're very important. I'm going to start with the most important one uh, that I think everyone needs to know. Ethan and Joel Cohen have not endorsed this movie as an official.
2: Oh, there's a good reason Big for basket. that, Tommy. Jesus there's a good Christ. reason.
0: Okay. And that leads to the second tidbit, which is the, the only involvement that the Cohens have in this movie is they gave John Turturro permission to use the Jesus character. That is it. Wow. They don't want their name associated. They did not endorse it. It had Mm -hmm. nothing to do with it, except they gave him permission to use their So could it be
3: a dream or something maybe? (laughs) (laughs) Like?
0: (laughs) Well, and I think that the reason why they gave him permission is because of this third tidbit, which is although the character was in fact created by the Coens, it was John Turturro who came up with the eccentric personality and mannerisms that we all know and love. Oh, and so, this is
2: one thing I want to jump on talking about okay. that. It's been a while since I've watched The Big Lebowski, and I love it. But in the beginning of this movie, I feel like John Totoro is really hard to understand. Like, he's doing this super thick, heavy accent that I don't think was fully in The Big Lebowski. And it took, like, 40 minutes for me to understand everything he was saying.
0: It was weird. Uh, it, it was kind of, No, he's kind of like that in The Big Lebowski, but he he might have been amping it up I, for yeah, this movie. Yeah, definitely. So, Yeah. You know what, John,
1: this is totally off topic, but you know what John Totoro's best character is? Tell me. is, is anger management. Like oh, yeah. Guy. Oh, oh my God. No, no, no.
2: I, I know you hate TV, but there's a great <laughs> fucking thriller kind of mystery kind of court trial thing called The Night Of. He plays a lawyer, and his character is amazing. Like, uh. we, we find out he has feet issues. He's in love with a uh, prostitute. And he's just a weird guy, and it's amazing. If you have HBO, check it out. It's called The Uh, Night of. It's amazing.
0: I'm with you, Corey. Anger management. uh Yeah, anger (laughs) anger management. You know, I mean,
1: and the other thing, Adam, with TV, when you give the writers, you know, 47 years of our lives to develop a character in a form of, like, strange... You know, self masturbation of development, like whatever writers do on TV, and like four of the seasons are a total waste of time. Oh well, no, this you, was a limited series. You can develop a character no, that no, no, far.
2: this is a limited series. <laughs> it's like eight episodes and done.
1: Oh, it is. That's yeah. like a long movie. Maybe. Okay, that's a great. I'm gonna idea. check it
2: out. But I spot me on a,
1: suggest you. There's an exception to every rule, and you found one. <laughs> Don't watch
2: Jesus rolls. Go and watch the night of.
1: Okay. That's my suggestion. Here's my review. I watched Scoob. There we go. The uh, animated film. Adam. Good Arie night, folks. It. Stay
3: testy No. Was,
1: <laughs> here's my review. No.
2: Wow, two no. red lights in a row in this episode. Whoa. What? What made you hate it so much? May I ask.
1: Double doink. I just want to let our audience know that if they want to get a probably superior review for this movie from Adam, because <laughs> I'm not good at this. They can go listen to Movie Toast review episode 16 or The Tasmanian Devil is Loose in the Theater. I was not on that one, but I'm sure a superior review to this movie was given at that point. Yeah, it was mediocre. Anyway, sometimes you watch a movie and you hate it, and sometimes you watch a movie and you don't know what the writers were thinking, and you Mm -hmm. just hope that they enjoy the paycheck they got. (laughs) Because this movie, I hated this movie. Don't see this movie. Don't show your kids this movie. (laughs) It's not even a Scooby Doo movie. I don't even. This is one of those instances where a studio's like, what kind of intellectual property or like something audiences already love? So they just like Uh. take what they own and I'm forgetting the word for it and they just spit it out there. It's not even a (laughs) Scooby Doo movie. Not at
2: all. I did touch base on this. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, I don't even know. I mean, basically, these guys must have watched Avengers Endgame and then wrote this. Because oh my god! <laughs> it's just aven- there's no mystery. There's no Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. and the gang isn't even together for 90% of the movie. They're with Mark Wahlberg, who's Blue Falcon, which is another Hanna-Barbera character. And, like, other Hanna-Barbera characters show up. Like, it's the Avengers. <laughs> and, like, Fred gets a shield. And, like, he's Captain America and attacks, like, the dog and the bad guy. Who's another Hanna-Barbera character from a different series entirely. Uh, Dick Dastardly? Uh, Dick Dastardly. Dastardly yep. Yeah. And he's got the dog, Mutley. Mutley and the, the bad guy's trying to collect three skulls. And once he gets three skulls, he can, like, do whatever he's going to do. And if Indiana
3: no- Jones doesn't stop him, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: I just, <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, shut the fuck up and let the boys <laughs> on the
4: movie.
1: Why? And this movie is just bad. So uh, it, it's not a Scooby-Doo movie. And then they don't even, if they're going to go ahead and take like Captain Caveman and like all of these, uh, who's this movie for? Because I want to say <laughs> beloved <laughs> Anna Barbera characters,
4: but they're not really like- 75 year old people? Yeah, they're not really
1: that <laughs> beloved. And you're missing like really good ones like Huckleberry Hound or like Baba Louie, Squiddy Diddley, Yaki,, uh, what's his name? Doodle. None I feel like of you're making names just up right, up up right up. now. I feel is like, like Hong you're Kong Fuuie in there. <laughs> Hong Kong Fuuie's no, one. No, he's not in there. He's not in the movie, but he's. like oh. yeah, no Flintstones, no <laughs> so Jetsons, no, no guys we care about. There's a Exits, there's a picture, stage
0: left even.
1: There's a picture <laughs> of Barney Rubble somewhere because I read the <laughs> I read the IMDb thing.
4: And, oh yeah, and there's, there's a so no puss. Yeah. I just
1: like what a missed opportunity. I don't get. I don't get uh, anything that's going on in this movie. I don't understand. It is a superhero movie. Aren't we tired of superhero movies? Oh man, it commits the cardinal sin of computer generated animation, which uh-oh. is ever since Despicable Me did the Minions, every single animated film has to have like a copy and paste cute little porg. Minion thing. The fish from the Lorax. All of it. All the time. So who is it in this? It's like this robot thing that turns into... It's like a baby but it's a robot. Turns into a scorpion. It doesn't make sense. but.
0: (laughs) It's a transformer.
1: What? It's, it's a baby. It's a baby. transformer. It's a, yeah, it's basically a transformer with a baby's person.
0: Is it Hanna Barbera's Jar Jar? No, that- it's, just, it's, just, <laughs> it's just robots.
1: When you make computer-generated animation, you create yeah. like a profile, like of the character. It's, it's like yeah. a composite as a skin and a thing, and it's just really easy to copy and paste it into a plethora of things. That's why. Wait, I like but, Corey, are you our, saying you don't
2: like Dusty the
1: vacuum robot? <laughs> at the name of him. <laughs> that that part, I was like, "What? This is a good movie." <laughs> Dick Dastardly takes one of the robots, the one of the no name robots. It doesn't have a name. Rips off its head, throws its head into a furnace, and then attaches a dustbuster to its head <laughs> as a new head. And then Velma—that's funny to me—empties the filter. Well, then we just found out no, he no, is was Daphne, movie. wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh my god but Corey,
2: Corey, so can, can we get to real truth here you gotta love the cameo with the uh, simon cowell right that
3: totally made sense no
1: <laughs> he, no, and,
3: and no when adam beat, mentioned that oh fuck me oh my god sorry, and then at sorry. the
1: end to shoehorn in like a mask reveal thing that is completely out of place and doesn't make any sense because he's been dick dastardly the whole time and he's obviously appears and kidnaps them multiple times as dick <laughs> hey, he was also a They're very like, hot
2: cop that fred wanted to bone
1: yeah which is like oh this movie has so many like inappropriate uh-huh. things for kids that they shoehorned in there and talk about the subliminal far left agenda npr listening people that wrote this movie they just like shoehorn in like ruth bader ginsburg mm-hmm. and toxic masculinity and oh gosh it's just like ira glass is there like he's listening to npr like what are you (laughs) Uh, these people they just it's just like they watch the avengers it was written by committee i hope they enjoy their money i i don't even know why i picked this movie i think oh i picked this movie let me explain that i picked this movie because one of the previous hosts of this show john claimed about a year and a half ago that this movie is just going to be a ripoff of Scooby Doo on Zombie Island because <laughs> that is considered by many people to be one of the stronger Scooby Doo movies and they were just going to rip it off and cash in and i watched it to see if he was right cuz he was wrong about so much and yet again he was wrong <laughs> he was wrong oh, but no. the effort was not worth the <laughs> mental strain and yeah. i don't know where to go with this i think i just No you're spot all on you're you're no you're oh, very yeah. right so, I agree. So it's not light a Scooby-Doo
0: movie. Li- <laughs> green light or red light, Corey? <laughs> Sounds like oh, a green. So red, it's a red light, dude. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh. It
1: was a joke. Like It's like, who is this for? <clears throat> it's It's basically too violent. And got too many bad words and like too much subliminal messaging to be for like an actual young kid. And all the jokes are written by like a 30 to 45 year old man. It's like, it sounds like you're then, discovering
3: what most children's television yeah, actually is. And that all the characters,
1: all the characters are like for only people who would recognize them, like this intellectual property that we're exploiting is just like would only be recognized by like generitarians or whatever the, the people <laughs> oh. who are live like you oh, know, yeah, when these characters are popular. <laughs>
3: I, I got to mention because this goes with exactly what you're saying. Literally earlier today, my sister made this comment. I, I picked up a box of Fruity Pebbles and she's like, you know, any kids looking at this, their only frame of reference of the Flintstones are breakfast cereal and vitamins. That's, there is yeah. nothing else.
1: Very I mean, is." Is that Which what is constitutes right. fun for the whole family? It's like you can all sit down and watch this together and grandpa will enjoy the character <laughs> seeing a uh, captain caveman again in the flesh after 60 years. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> mom and dad will enjoy the, uh, the leftist humor peppered in with all the sexual references and then the kids will enjoy the zany dog that talks with a superhero nonsense with roller coasters and and the mm. and, uh, ancient this connects to like <laughs> ancient Rome or some shit. Mm. I just don't you know, it's like just you can hear saying, I don't know, just like I can't even speak as fast as I'm thinking. <laughs> this movie's such a waste of time that you might as well show your kid a superhero movie, like the Avengers Endgame, because this is just like more expensive to watch than that currently (laughs) and it's schlocky i own this movie now i'm I'm
0: never gonna watch it
1: yeah so you can like either pay 20 to 25 dollars to show your kids this or you can get yourself like a netflix for disney plus subscription for like six bucks or you can steal it and you know you can watch uh, your kid can see some quality thing for free
2: Would it blow your mind to know that this movie made a fuckload of money? So it's probably getting a sequel.
1: (laughs) I stopped having faith in the world sometime back in 2011. So, you know, that's fine. That's about what I expect.
3: Well, that's... No, that's... I'm sorry, but... I think you're putting that's almost putting too much stock in the system when so you now all of our job is to let the sequel die like it's uh, true it, don't
2: go pay for it don't yeah it. i haven't watched it
3: don't reinforce the reason exactly don't yeah. reinforce the reason why they thought to bet on something that was already bad because chances are that some of the people making it also <laughs> knew it was bad
0: oh like, yeah all right ladies it, and gentlemen you heard it here yeah. on movie toast So we are telling you right now for the sake of humanity, do not (laughs) go and donate any more money to this movie. There you go. (laughs) Because if you keep paying them money, they're just going to keep making the same movie thinking they're doing the right thing. Yes. Spare your children, please.
1: Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Throw away (laughs) school. Oh my God.
0: Like making
3: bad movies all up in here.
0: It's so, it's so horrible. All right. So I got a question for Corey and Adam. Dennis, you didn't see the movie, right? Oh, nope. I
1: didn't nope. even touch. Okay. I didn't even touch in on how derivative this movie is to like go ahead, go literally ahead. everything that came out in the last like five it years. It's like it Wonder Park mixed in with it, mixed in with like <laughs> Stranger Things. I oh,
0: liked it. I liked. So. so I did. I liked. It. It I like liked the people who
1: times. wrote this were just like, hey, "Would you watch last week, Frank? Well, I watched this clown movie. Oh, let's <laughs> put that in somewhere." To our thing everybody oh, likes okay. the clown movie yeah oh i watched this movie called wonder park uh, i don't think anyone saw it cuz it did really bad at the box <laughs> office but there was this roller coaster scene let's rip that off frame for frame and insert it here I'll have Marky Wahlberg say something about loops. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, okay, I got. Can I ask my question to Adam and Corey because you guys have seen the movie? I'm throwing a wrench in uh, for the tidbits. I gotta know, and it's I'm I'm leading into a question, so it's gonna be all right. You guys can yell at me later if you want. The role of Shaggy went to Forte. Will Forte, right? Yeah. Yep. So the there's one, two, three, four, five other awesome actors. I want to know: Do you think that that would have helped this movie, or is it still a stinker? Red light, don't go see it.
2: I'll tell you right away: You change the voice; it doesn't matter. The movie's still a stinker. But okay. who the so the
0: other actors: Jason Lee, Justin Long, Bill Hader, Patton Oswalt, and Jack. Motherfucking black.
2: I love no. all those guys, but no. I no. forte did yeah. fine. They're not gonna change That's, the material. They're doing what whatever's written. That's the actually I, the I do
1: wanna say I do wanna say I gotta stand up for every actor who took a job working on this movie. Mark Wahlberg, Zach Efron. Um, there's others that I'm forgetting their names, but those are the two names I like, the voices I recognize. Watching Jason this, Isaacs. Not, didn't Ken look John. Up. Ken Tracy John. Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Ken John. JC Morgan. They all did a great job. It's no fault of their own, of theirs. Simon Cowell. The, the, the writing <laughs> is just, like, so phoned in. It's unreal. Oh, mm-hmm. no. You know. All right. I, I, it's just, I don't under, even understand, like, why you went and tried to get an A-list celebrity cast for the voices. Like, Get the guys doing the cartoons. Get the, yeah, get the actual people that because do actual Because you're voices. trying to get
3: the parents of the kids that want to watch it to watch it too. Yeah. You got to give true. them the extra incentive to spend the act the real money on, on streaming it in their house.
0: Well there's a cool tidbit that I found. Captain Caveman calls the second Cerberus skull a slag hoople. In the Flintstones, 1960, Wilma Flintstones maiden name is Slag Hoople. That's, that's kind of
1: badass. That's oh, exactly.
0: redeemed the whole movie. Really, I,
1: <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, oh, my God! This is why we oh, get yeah. complaints that were negative on this podcast <laughs> no, every, I,
2: no no it's Cory, no. everything you're saying is accurate i, I I'm agreeing with you, okay Tidbit I still number liked it two. for some reason
0: <laughs> <Tidbit> <laughs> I'm a fucking two. child uh, the bowling alley, Cory, you remember the bowling alley in the movie, right? It's yeah. called the name of the bowling alley is called the Takamoto Bowl, and this was named so because of scooby Doo's <laughs> original designer I'm gonna. Butcher's first name, but his last name's Takamoto. Uh, Iwao, Iwao Takamoto? Iwa Takano. And the <laughs> the building itself, the, the Takamoto bowling alley itself, was modeled after the exterior of the original Hanna-Barbera studio building.
1: That's, so that's pretty badass. Cool.
0: It's very
3: similar to Nakatomi Plaza
1: in Los
0: Angeles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Attacked
3: wow. by terrorists in the 1980s. There's your uh, tidbit good, number. Thank
2: God for one lone <laughs> cop and a ventilation yep. system.
0: Okay. And so for the tidbit number three, in one shot, there is a billboard which reads Pit Stop. Corey, do you remember seeing a billboard that reads Pit Stop?
2: No, me neither. Well,
0: it's okay that you didn't see it, but I'm going to tell you why it was called Pit Stop. Because Penelope Pitstop was another Hanna-Barbera character who appeared alongside Dick Dastardly in the Wacky Races 1968 and then later she got her own show that was called The Perils of Penelope Pitstop.
1: That's so stupid. That's so (laughs) raven. (laughs) Just like, why is this movie called Scooby-Doo or Scoob or anything? Why isn't it just called like Hanna-Barbera? Bonanza? You should probably just not watch this movie, and let's say goodbye, everyone, because, you know, I didn't want to talk about the movie. And then I spent 20 minutes talking about the movie. Yeah,
2: but <laughs> I think that's very important because I gave a mediocre review I, and I wanted people to see it. And you gave a totally different one and your points were very valid.
3: Yeah, you- that's what we're about here. We, we got to have those differences of, of opinion. That's let's be representative of the audience. This is no, so, we, we are not going to agree. That is
0: for sure. Yeah. So if you, the listeners, agree with Movie Toaster Adam... Then still don't go see it because it's a red light. <laughs> you should not be supporting this, and don't give them any no, more money. No, you should
3: go
2: see it if you agree <laughs> with me. If you agree with, me. all right, here's what we do. Hey, on fucking Twitter, just uh, come over and let us know. We're at Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, fucking Discord, uh, at movie underscore toast. Let us know if I'm right, if Corey's right, if we're both fucking wrong. Who knows?
0: Uh, hashtag I watched it. Hashtag didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody, uh, just you have a good night.
2: Yeah. Hey, if you like the podcast, if you want to tell us who's right, who's wrong, get at us at Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, anywhere but Facebook. uh, We're at movie underscore toast.
0: Stay home, everybody. Stay healthy. Stay toasty.
2: Wait, wait, Corey, (laughs) but you surely loved at the end where – they're back at Venice Beach, and the Blue Falcons a DJ, and they're throwing a party, right?
1: No, that was another. <laughs> that's another very derivative thing that like just signals the end of a kids movie. Now someone shows up and plays music, what oh, what old like people consider hip music, and <laughs>
0: yeah, and like Shrek all the up, characters
1: baby. start dancing, and then Damn. little credits to the pop song that is. What's song, uh, Adam whatever, for, cool. uh,
0: the song? Whatever, cool.
2: I thought love was only meant for fairy tales meant yeah. <laughs> for someone else, but not for me. Love was out to get me.
4: Oh, That's the way I don't know. Was.
3: Nail was in the coffin for me when I heard derivative
4: again, that, that told me everything I needed to know. We are done.